This is Brian Finale, and you're listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast. The podcast for entrepreneurs who want to grow, get better, and rewire your mind for success so you can build the business of your dreams. And now, it's time to dig deep with an MLSP industry top earner. Let's rock. Welcome to another episode of the Mali System Pro Wake Up Call Podcast, and we have another amazing leader with us today. Bob Clark is a man who just, he did, he did it, guys. He just, uh, he got second in our um, most recent affiliate contest, so that's a huge celebration. It was one, Bob, we were going back and forth and making double-checking, triple-checking, of course. One sale, one sale ahead of the amazing Lindsay Sewell, and also so close to Ken. I mean, it was a really... I mean, guys, these you know these three. Uh, this is not their first battle in an affiliate contest. These three in particular, <laughs> and Bob got second. So cool, celebrating that. And I think, um, Bob, are you going to get the new iPhone? What, I am, man. I totally, yeah, yeah, I totally yeah. am. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's thirteen. Yeah. Awesome, dude. Congrats, dude. Oh, so cool. All right, well, guys, Bob is free. He's one hundred percent free from home. He hung up his professional career a few years ago. He'd been doing this, by the way. He's been bouncing around, you know, when he got started, 10, 12 years of just kind of like bouncing around from this and that, like most of us, right? And then he finally found a groove. He found his voice, his message to help and, you know, connect and and serve people who have part-time, you know, part-time times and want to get full-time results because that's exactly what he did. And it wasn't but maybe two years ago he fully retired from his corporate passion and career and is now serving this space as a coach here, top affiliate, obviously just want a brand new iPhone here. And it's just, uh, it's cool, man. And and he's able to travel, be with his family and uh, create his life by design, which is kind of what we're promised when we first get started, right? It took Bob and many of our leaders, myself included, years. You know, you see that overnight success that took 10 years. Um, Bob's one of those guys, and just stuck with it. It's pretty darn cool. Bob Clark, good morning, sir. Welcome to the Wake Up Call. Thank you so much, Brian. Is my audio okay today? Much better than last time, sir. Yeah, whatever you're doing. Okay. Yes, that is good. Cool. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Cool. All right, guys. Uh, Man, I love being here with you guys. And, you know, they always want me to submit a a topic before, uh, before I do these calls, and and I thought about it, and today the topic, the title I came up with was the four fundamental core questions to succeed in anything in life. And after I wrote that and submitted it, I was like, "Wow, I better deliver." Like that—that's—that's a—that's—that's <laughs> that's a big thing to to say, right? Um, but I'm but I'm going to deliver on it today. I think you're going to be happy with, with what I got. So let's start this off with a really simple question for you. Okay, what is success to you? What is success? Now, if I asked everybody on this call what success is, I'd probably get as many different answers as there are people on the call, right? It just means different things to different people. And, you know, I went online and looked at def- uh, definitions of, of success, you know, and there's so many philosophers. And, again, there's so many different definitions. But, you know what, if you're talking about success in business, I submit to you that success depends on you mastering a set of skills that drive results, right? You mastering a set of skills that drive results. So, you know, when you're trying to learn and master a new skill, um, there's, there's basically there's four fundamental core questions you need to answer in order to be successful. And that's what I'm going to talk to you about today. Now, I'll skew this conversation to business, but 
Honestly, these four questions can apply to almost anything in life, right? Here's the thing. Jim Rohn, I mean, you guys ever uh, listened to Jim Rohn, the famous business philosopher? He once said, if you want to be successful, study success, right? If you want to be happy, study happiness. If you want to be better at sales, study sales. And if you want to be more consistent, study consistency. And if you want to be more successful, study success. That's Jim Rohn, right? And that's what I've been doing lately. I've been taking a deeper dive into success in my business. And I've been looking at some of the commonalities of those who are successful uh, in my niche, and particularly in business, right? So recently I've been working through a program, and it's called Your Wish is Your Command. Maybe you've heard of it. It's, it's pretty long, long ago, pretty uh, back in the 90s, I think. Maybe I'm not sure exactly what it was. Uh, but it's presented by a bunch of really successful entrepreneurs uh, all over the place in business and uh, different areas of life. And what I like about this program is that they continually drilling the fundamentals of success over and over and over again. And this is where I kind of got these four questions that you need to ask um, if you want to be successful in anything. Right? And that's what I'm going to talk to you about today. So again, I'll talk about these questions in terms of business, but you can apply these things to anything you want to succeed at. All right, you ready? So let's get to these questions. Question number one, who do you listen to? Who do you listen to? Right? Who's already accomplished what you're trying to accomplish? And more importantly, who can teach you? Because right? not everybody who's at the top of the rung, top of the ladder there, not everybody can teach you. They don't have that ability. But you want to listen to those people who, number one, they've, they've done what you're trying to do. They've, they've accomplished what you're trying to accomplish. And number two, they have the ability to teach you, right? And then maybe just as important, who are you not listening to, right? Who should you not be listening to? For those of you who attended the MOSP Level 1 workshop, you know, one of my favorite exercises that Brian and Jim do, uh, Brian and Norb do uh, on day one is they list out all the different ways there are to generate leads, right? And they, they make a big, huge list. And on that list is always like different areas of Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, blogging, YouTube, email, meetup, Twitter, podcast, the phone, right? The list goes on and on. And by the time you're done with that, it's like a really formidable list, right? It just takes up like the entire part of the, of the board there that Brian's writing on. Uh, and if you're to look at that list with no filter, your mind would like go into overdrive, right? You get overwhelmed so quickly because you'd want, you think you want to learn everything. And remember now, a, a confused mind takes no action, and an overwhelmed mind stands still, right? So in this workshop, you know, Brian and Norb, they've made this giant list, and then they start narrowing it down to really just a few that they're going to focus on at this workshop. And all of a sudden, everything's like the whole room, it gets lighter, right? The, the, the whole mood gets lighter. Everybody seems happier uh, because now we're focusing. Right now we're focusing. So the that's the first thing you need to do, right? Clearly identify what you want to learn, right? And whether that's you know Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, whatever it is, pick one, and then get really, really good, really, really competent, as Brian was talking about before, right? And what's the fastest way to competency? Find somebody who's already mastered the skill that you want to learn and latch on, right? When you were a kid, you wanted to learn to ride a bike. There was usually some kid, right, who was the hot shot, 
he knew how to ride a bike. He just jumped on, took off, uh, and you asked him, and he would show you how to do it, right? And sometimes you would. It would be cool, right? He'd show you how to get started, how to pump the pedals, how to steer, how to balance, right? But you wouldn't want to learn from the kid over on the other side of the street there who gets on his bike and falls over, gets on his bike and falls over. He's probably just learning still, just like you, right? That's not the kid you want to learn from. You want to learn from the one who jumps on a bike and takes off like nothing, like the wind. And it's the same in business. It's the same in anything, right? Find those people who've already accomplished what you're trying to master and listen and learn and tune out the rest as much as you can, right? So question number one, who are you listening to? Question number two, how teachable are you? Now, most people, it's funny, right? Most people rate themselves really high on, like, the teachability scale. They think they're really highly teachable. They pride themselves on that. But, you know, in my experience, that isn't really true. So I, I do a lot of coaching, and, and um, you know, many of my clients, they'll soak up everything that I teach them, right, like a sponge. They're eager to learn, and they show up for the next session prepared. They've done their homework. They take, they take an action, and they're ready for more. Right? These folks are highly teachable. But other, you know, some other of my coaching clients, not so much. Right? They have doubts. They overthink. They find excuses. They show up at the next uh, session unprepared. They didn't take action. They've got a, a lots of excuses. They are not so teachable. <coughs> Excuse me. And if you ask each, each one of them, they'd, they'd really they'd swear they're highly teachable, but, but they're really not. So one quick way to find out if you're teachable. If you hear yourself saying, I know that, or I've already heard that, and your results don't reflect it, you've closed yourself off to further learning at that point, right? At that point, you're unteachable, right? The famous author and motivational speaker, Leo Biscaglia, right? He once said, to know and not to do is not to know. I love that quote, right? To know and not to do is not to know. Okay, so, but if you, if you change that up, right, and you say, I've already heard that, right, but let me hear it in a different way today. I have so much more to learn. That's a world of difference, right? That person who says that is still highly teachable, even though they may have already heard the concepts before. Okay, so there's another part of teachability here that's important. How willing are you to accept change? Because learning and taking action generally involves change, right? And for those who are, like, really resistant to change, you're probably not as teachable as you think you are. So let's go back to this bike example. I want to go back to this example a lot because it's a really great example for, for everything. Um, my grandson, Liam, right, he's learned how to ride a bike without training wheels. And uh, when I try to show him, he, he's, like, real stubborn, right? His go-to response is, I know, Grandpa. You don't have to show me. I know. And some of that is independence, and I like to encourage that. But in this, in this instance, right, he's very unteachable. So you need to be a strive to be as teachable as you can and work on your ability to change, uh, to accept change, because it's a key component to learning new things. Okay? So question number two, who do you, I'm sorry, question number one, who do you listen to? Question number two, how teachable are you? Question number three, are you taking action and applying what you learned? Now, how many of you guys are, have just said, I heard this before, I know this, right? How many of you, come on, be honest, 
I heard this stuff before. I heard about taking action. I heard about applying what you learn. Look at your results. Are you doing it? Are you really doing it? So if I'm teaching you how to ride a bike, we can talk theory all day long, right? We can talk about all the theory of balance and, and pumping the pedals and all that stuff. But until you actually get on the bike and try it, you'll get nowhere, right? And it's the same with business, right? This, part, uh, this is part of what I call the learning action seesaw. Okay, so imagine a seesaw, right, with a fulcrum in the middle. On one end, you have learning. On the other end, you have action, right? In the beginning, when you're just really getting started, you're probably going to be weighted down in the learning phase. So your, your seesaw is going to be, your learning part will be down in the ground, and the action part will be up in the air, right? Because you're learning. Webinars, workshops, books, videos, whatever, right? You're learning. And that's to be expected in the beginning, right? Um, but eventually, you, you need that seesaw to balance out, right? You need it to be at least horizontal, if not the action side kind of more weighted, right? You need that. You have to be balancing everything out. You never, we never want to stop learning, but you've got to have an equal balance of learning and action, okay? So now I'll tell you my embarrassing story. Excuse me. Um, because I used to be a learning professional, <laughs> right? I love to learn. It's one of my favorite things in the world to do is learn new skills, new things. Um, and when I started a business, you know, I was a healthcare professional. I didn't know anything about business at all. So what I do, I, I started attending webinars, right, web classes, anything I can do to learn, learn, learn. And unfortunately, I took it to an extreme. And uh, I, I was on webinars. At that, you know, back then, webinars were really hot, probably hotter than they are now. And I was on webinars probably six nights a week, and I would take notes. And I, I still have you know, a drawer full of notes, you know, like notebooks full of notes that – are sitting in my drawer now uh, because I never did anything with them, right? I was a great learner. I wasn't a great, you know, action taker for that. Uh, and, and there's various reasons for it, right? There's fear and there's, there's all kinds of stuff going on. But the bottom line is, you know, my seesaw was so heavily weighted toward learning, I never got off the ground, right? And, you know, thank God my wife, you know, she called me on it one time, you know, she, after, after another night of being on a webinar, you know, she was in bed, she was half asleep, and I came in, and she's like, oh, how did it go? And I was like, oh, I learned a lot in this webinar. It was great. And she picks her head up, and she's like, yeah, did you make any money? <laughs> and I, of course, protested, right? I'm like, oh, you don't understand. You have to learn all this stuff. But in the back of my mind, I knew she was right, right? So question number three, how much action are you taking? in mastering the skill and getting competent in the skills that you need to succeed in your business. And be real with yourself, right? Be hard with yourself, right? Don't, let, don't give yourself a pass on this because this is where the rubber meets the road for most people. Most people have no trouble learning, right? Most people are smart. Most people get it. Most people like to learn over and over again. It's fun, right? But where the rubber meets the road is putting that into action. And now it's not so comfortable. Right now, you have to accept change, and that's all part of it. Okay, let's get to the final question number four. And you guys are going to swear that Brian was setting me up, but Brian and I did not talk about this before uh, before I got on. But question number four is: How competent are you? How competent are you in the skills you need, right, to 
be successful. How competent are you? And there are four levels of learning a new skill. There's un unconscious competence, which means you don't know what you don't know. You don't even know. You're not even in the game, right? Then there's conscious incompetence, right? You know what you need to know, right? But you don't know. <laughs> okay, that's a little bit redundant, but you know the skills you need, but you don't know how to do them, right? Then eventually you will reach, the, if you take action, you will reach the stage of conscious competence, right? You're competent in a skill, but you still need to think about it every time you're doing it, right? It's still not, you know, it's not automatic. It's like you need to think about it every time you're doing it. And then ultimately you, lead, you, need, you, you hit this level, this amazing level of unconscious competence, which means you don't even have to think about it. You, you've, you're competent at this skill, right? It's pretty much automatic. Boom, 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 gets done. And notice here, guys, notice I didn't use the word master, right? I don't like to use mastering a technique or mastering a skill too much because that kind of puts pressure on you. Master, master to me implies extreme excellence. And the reality is, is you don't have to master a skill to get results. You just have to become competent. Now, as you do it more, you might hit this level of mastery, and that's amazing, right? But you don't have to hit mastery to get the results to accomplish um, what you want to accomplish, right? You'll get better at it, but you, don't, you only need to be competent. So strive for competence. Mastery will follow, right, if you're consistent enough. Now, notice I just used the word consistency. That, that's all part of this, right? That's all part of it. So what skills do I need to become competent in? That's the first thing you need to know. In business, there's really only a handful of skills, right? There's only a handful of skills, really, that you need to be successful in your business. What, what those skills are depends on your business model, but there's usually only a handful. So maybe those handful of skills are, I need to figure out a way to generate leads, right? I need to generate leads. Maybe that's Facebook for you. Maybe it's some other platform. Uh, maybe it's the phone, right? You need to generate leads. You probably need to skill up in communication, right? Become more competent in talking to people, relating to people, communicating. And then you probably need to um, be more competent, become more competent in following up and closing, right? Those are probably, I mean, there's probably a couple more, but in general, for our purposes in home business, really those are kind of the, the basic skills you need to master. Uh, I said master. You need to become competent. See, master just kind of rolls off our tongue, right, because we use it so much. Um, all right, once you've identified the skills you need to learn, what do you do? What do you do? You follow questions, right? You find those people who are already competent in those skills and listen. You make yourself highly teachable, and you don't try to reinvent the wheel, right? You just listen, and you become teachable. Then you take action. You practice what they teach you. And then you remain consistent until you're competent, right? That's it. That's it. And like I said, consistency is, is how you get up the, the ladder there uh, from unconscious incompetence to unconscious competence, right? That's how you climb the ladder is it's consistency, flat out. There's no, there's no doubt. All right. So kind of wind this up here. Let's go back one final time to my bicycle example because it's such a good example, right? So you, let's say you identify the skill, I want to learn how to ride a bike without falling on the ground, 
right? What do you do? You find a kid who already knows how to do it. You listen to what he tells you because you're teachable. Then you get on your bike and you start doing what he tells you, right? You start doing it. And every day you get on your bike, you think about what he taught you, he or she taught you, and you practice and you fall and you practice and you fall and you practice and you fall, right? But you fall less each day. And then there comes that amazing day when you hop on your bike without thinking and you take off, right? And you never have to think about learning how to ride a bike again, right? That, that's an amazing day. And that's, that's an amazing day for anything you want to learn, whether it's riding a bike, driving a car, building a business, right? Those skills that you need that for. When you get to the point where you don't have to think about it, like it's just boom, 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 you just do it, you've hit that level of unconscious competence, which will take you really, really far in your business. So these are the four questions, the four core questions, the four fundamental stages to mastering any skill to be successful in any part of your life. Okay, they work for, like I said, for everything you want to do, including riding the bike or building a highly successful business. Right? Keep these four questions in mind as you go about growing in your business and keep asking those questions over and over again. Right? Keep asking those questions. Right? Who am I listening to? Am I teachable? Am I taking action? And what level of confidence have I reached in my business, in this skill? What level of confidence? And then you keep asking those questions over and over until, until you get the answers that you want. And when you do, you've hit it. Success will happen. And it will happen fast when you, when, you do it, when you attack it this way. Hope this helps you out today, guys. It's been awesome um, talking with you today. Meet me over on the MOSP fan page in a couple of minutes, and we'll take this discussion deeper. Take care. You have been listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast with Brian Finale and the MLSP leaders. To learn how MLSP can help you get more leads and make more money in your business starting today, visit www.mlsp.com and take your risk-free test drive. MLSP.com That's MLSP.com, creating tomorrow's leaders today.